Welcome to the Sports GPS. With your hosts, Parker White and CJ Holly. Welcome back to the Sports GPS Season 4, Episode 13. Parker, what's on the docket for this one? We are talking all things MLB the last couple weeks. We've been talking football, giving our previews for the AFC and NFC. Go check them out. But we're baseball guys, and we're getting to the crunch time of the season, so we're, we're going through... We're giving division, our division winners, we're giving award winners, and the latest news in Major League Baseball. Absolutely. Hitting it all up on this episode of the Sports GPS. Let's get into it. Welcome back. Jumping right into the news segment for all things MLB. Have a couple of topics that are pretty uh, wide open. Parker, you had one. The White Sox GM. Yeah, Chris Getz, former player. He's back with the White Sox. He's the president and the GM. They need it. They need to clean house. Mm-hmm. They let go of Ken Williams. They let go of Rick Hahn. Uh, they're cleaning house. They need to. I mean, they need to start over. Yeah. Like they need to get rid of players, and they got rid of their front office. So. They are turning over a whole new leaf in Chicago. Yeah, they needed they needed to do that. Yeah. They, I mean, they missed the boat. It's a bunch of individuals sure. and not a team. Yeah, and I mean, nothing really screams that more than what Tim Anderson did. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, yeah. they, I mean, they got rid of some pieces they probably should have kept, but that's beside the point. Yeah, uh, the big one, another big one out there. Um, Shohei Otani has a UCL tear again. He's, He's looking good. for his second TJ surgery. Yeah. Um, and then Mike Trout goes to the IL, and that prompts them to go ahead and dump five players onto waivers. Yeah. Two relievers that nobody cares about in uh, Ronaldo Lopez Dominic and Matt Moore. And then was it Dominic Leone? Um, no, 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 that was it. It was just those oh, two. Okay. okay. And then you had um, Lucas Giolito. Uh, Ronaldo Lopez. Uh, yeah, Ronaldo Lopez, right? And Matt Moore. So it was Matt Moore, Ronaldo Lopez, and Lucas Giolito were the three pitchers. And then you had Hunter Renfro and Randall Gritchick. Yeah. yeah. So those were the five players they released. And uh, uh, three of them got nabbed up. All the pitchers got nabbed and yeah. grabbed by uh, the Cleveland Guardians. When they probably should have used, they should have gone after Renfro and Gritchick. Yeah. Uh, because they need more bats in that lineup. They decide, you yeah, know, we'll just double down on pitching. Yeah. So that's kind of funny. Uh, but then uh, the Reds sit there and say, oh, well, we'll take Harrison Bader, who was released. Or, well, put on waivers. Yeah, DFA by the Yankees. And uh, and Hunter Renfro of the Angels. And they said, well, we need more bats because we stink at pitching. So we'll <laughs> yeah. just hit our way to uh, to the wild card. Yeah. So, like, all these these uh, waiver claims are happening. It's like we're having another trade deadline. Which is what they got rid of. <laughs> right. Well, and everybody would just throw everybody on waivers at, after the non-waiver deadline, right. what it used to be. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and and so everybody would go on waivers, and then they'd pull them back off of waivers, and then you could make trades with teams that claimed them. Right. But now it's just, oh, I just got to put them on waivers, and if they clear, great. If they don't, they're going to that squad. Like, yeah. So it's better, but at the same time, like, there are still a lot of moving pieces here at the end. So. Yeah. And, I mean, you had to do it by today. This is the last time right. you could you could, you could, could waiver 
and they be pick up and be able to put be put on a postseason roster. Correct. Had to be done by today at 4 p.m. So anybody that was put on waivers before 4 p.m. today could be placed on a postseason roster. So if someone drops somebody now and they are picked up on waivers, Can't they cannot on be on a postseason roster. They can play for your team up until September. Right. They cannot play on a postseason roster. Yeah. So that's what made it very crucial about all these waiver claims that happened in the last four or five days. Yeah, even though I think it's a little bit bad form by the Angels by doing this, they they are saving money mm-hmm. because these players get picked up. The remainder of their contract is paid by the, the team that's picking them up. Yep. So for the Angels, they're, they're saving some money here. but Well, and they were borderline luxury tax, so it made sense. Yeah. So, so. It's, it's a little bad form because it's almost like you have another trade deadline when they got rid of it. But, you know, it is what it is. Right. I mean, they can't get anything back for them. So yeah, that's why it's not totally bad for But it's them. funny, like, players that they acquired at the deadline because they were going for it. Yeah. Lucas Gilito, they let go. Yeah. Uh, Ronaldo Lopez and Grinchik were yeah. all three that they. And I'm sure they would have put CJ Crone in there if he wasn't hurt. Yeah. If you want. Yeah. Because you can't drop anybody that's on the IL unless you, you can DFA him. Or not DFA him. You can option him. You can yeah. Op- but why would you? Yeah. So, um, you know, things like that. Uh, talking about people that are going to the IL, let's reverse that and go to people that are coming off the IL. Shelby Miller of the Dodgers. He gets activated off the 60-day IL. I don't know the corresponding move to open up the 40-man roster spot. Uh, we'd have to look that one up. I don't really feel like it. Um, <laughs> Shelby Miller, I, I mean, he, former starter. He might get a start. He might get a couple starts. I mean, yeah. the Dodgers really, they're, they're starters – Aren't that great right now? I mean, they're basically banking on Walker Bueller coming back. Mm-hmm. They have to. And, and there's no like telling that he's definitely coming back. Yeah, year. it's rough. I mean, if he does come back, great. But if it's, he doesn't... It's Kershaw. It's Urias. Gonsolin just went out. He's out for the year. He's after yep. Tommy John. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they don't... Bobby Miller is a rookie. So, like, are they going to have an innings limit on him? I'm not sure. Yeah. So, they're a good team, but their pitching is a little eh. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll talk about... Uh, the reason why they could afford to put Shelby Miller in the rotation and they can pull uh, Bobby out uh, in a little bit when we get into standings. But this is a pretty significant thing. So definitely something to think about. Now, I know we've harped on MLB umpires all year. Yeah. And everybody, uh, I shouldn't say everybody, a lot of people have been clamming, clamoring, excuse me, Robot umpire. For robot umpire. Well, it is in AAA right now, and apparently they're having a little bit of issues with it. Uh, Not with it working, but it being so precise that it's almost too bad. Yeah. Uh, So they're actually going to expand the strike zone. And and what I mean by expanding it is re-raise it up. Because as of right now, it is um, currently half the distance between the bottom of the letters and the belt makes the top of the strike zone, mm. and it is your knees. So it's it's the bottom third of your legs, uh, which is essentially your your kneecap, um, to be the bottom of the strike zone. And that is how the strike zone is is labeled. If you if you watch on TV and you look at the strike zone, essentially it is like three inches above the belt uh, makes the top, and then the the kneecap makes the bottom, and then obviously is why the strike zone. They're expanding the strike zone vertically, and it's only going up. So they're making it more towards the bottom of the letters, almost to the bottom of the letters, not quite there. And it will help the robot umpires gauge 
a little bit better on taller players, according to this. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're also going to be fiddling with the pitch clock uh, to see if that gets a better representation and, uh, you know, a better going. And then maybe robot umpires uh, could make their way to the bigs. But this is why they use the minors to experiment yeah. and, and, you know, see if it works. Because if it, if it doesn't work, I mean, who outside of some teams being able to say, yeah, we have a great farm system and, and we won the, you know, it, it's not it's not going in the record books that anybody remembers. Yeah. yeah. So it's not the worst thing in the world to have uh, AAA and AA experiment with stuff so that we can see it in the majors and see if it works. So Yeah. Um, I, I don't think there's anything uh, crazy as far as news that we're not going to hit in standings. Right. So – Without further ado, right after this short break, we're going to jump right into the MLB standings. Who's hot? Who's not? Welcome back to Sports TPS. We're getting to the MLB standings. We're a month away till the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, we're we're right there on, on you know, knock, knock, knocking on, you know, what's door. Yeah. Um, and a lot, a lot of the teams, like we know a lot of what the playoff bracket's gonna look like. Yeah. You have a couple division races, like the AL West and and the AL wild East. Card, AL East. Well, the wild cards, you know, that's still up in the air a little bit. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's start with the AL East. Yeah, uh, the Orioles are the class of this division. They're the class of the AL, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've been that way all year. Uh, they're eighty-three and fifty as of right now, as the recording of this episode. Rays are a game and a half back at 82 and 52. Uh, they're only one in the loss column down to, or sorry, two in the loss column, only one in the win column. Yes. Uh, the Blue Jays have They've, fallen off a little bit, but that's just because the Orioles have been consistent. The crazy thing about the Blue Jays is their pitching is great, but their offense has not done enough. Correct. Which I think everyone thought would be the opposite. Right. I think we all liked that rotation, but we thought they'd be carried by their offense, and that has not been the case this well, year. Well, and Vlad Jr. hasn't had the same and year Bo as Bo last Bichette's year. And has been hurt. Right. Um, Springer isn't the, the bat that's going to carry you. So. Right. Uh, but they're 10.5 back. Uh, the Red Sox are 14.5 back. And the Yankees are 18 and a half back after they had nine losses in a row Yeah, at, in, in the middle of August. The dog days of summer have been bad to the Yankees this year. Quick question. If you're the Yankees, are you letting go of their GM, Brian Cashman, and their manager, Aaron Boone, or just one of them? Just one, and I think you uh, keep Aaron Boone. Okay. Um, he's just – he's a good coach. I yeah. like him as a manager. I think Cashman has, has lost touch. Yeah, he's been there 25 years. Yeah. And, just, this will, and this will be the first time they've been under 500 under his tenure. Correct. I which think, might be his only saving grace, but they should move on and kind of start anew. Correct. Uh, talk about, you know, teams just living in mediocrity. Uh, the AL Central. <laughs> the entire AL Central. Yeah. Uh, the Twins are 69-65, and 65, holding a five-game lead over the Guardians, who... Of course you didn't pick them this year. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> I pick them for three straight years, and yeah. then I don't pick them, and they, and uh -huh. they win it. I picked the Tigers. They're nine and a half back. They started the month at seven back. So what I thought they could go on a little run, they've hit a little roadblock here. I think they have a bright future, but it's not happening this year. Right. I was hoping. Uh, your White Sox pick 16 <laughs> games back, but we already talked about them. These gonna, colors don't run. Yeah, they're going to blow it up. They're guaranteed yeah, they for should. a uh, for a, lo a losing season. Okay. Uh, and then the Royals at 28 and a half back. They're technically not eliminated, but yeah. they literally have to win out. Yeah. Uh, and then we go to the AL West. Uh, that this, division. This is crazy um, because this has now become a three-horse race. It was a two-horse race, 
And then the Mariners win the most wins in franchise history in a single month. Including nine in a row. Uh, yeah, including nine in a row. They went 21 wins in the month. And now they lead the AL West. And that was Parker's pick. I coming, picked him, yeah. Coming from the three-hole, he had a par, and now he's got an eagle <laughs> uh, in, uh, in in baseball golf. Yeah. Uh, so crazy to think. Uh, yeah. But the Mariners here uh, technically are in a virtual tie. Or they're in an actual tie with the Astros because of uh, you know games back. Astros have played uh, two more games than the Mariners, and they have one more win and one more loss. It's crazy so how the Rangers have fallen off. And the Ra- yeah, and the Rangers have fallen off. They've had a little bit of injury. Their, their bullpen is not good. And Max Scherzer, who they traded for, is he's not had, he's stepped been okay. up. He's yeah, been I mean, okay. he's, he's not he's not the Max Scherzer. They're that we, that they're losing a lot of games in the back end. Mm-hmm. I love Bruce Bochy. He does a great job with the bullpen, but there's l- little he can do with to help this bullpen. Right. And then next year, <laughs> the bats aren't bats aren't coming alive like yeah. you thought they were going to. They're one game back, so they're not out of it. Uh, the Angels, who have given up, uh, yeah. are 12 and a half back. And then the A's, who are mathematically eliminated from everything. CJ's team. Uh, yeah, let me tell you how much I love the A's. Um, they're 37 and a half games back and just looking for next year's draft. <laughs> who do they play this week? Yeah, that's my eliminator that's pick. My, that's my pick. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it is this week. I can't remember who it is, but we'll look at it here in a second. Yeah. Uh, the AL wild card, though, we already talked about the Rays and we talked about the Astros. Um, and then the Rangers are the third wild card as of right now. They hold a two-and-a-half game lead over the Jays, six-and-a-half over the Red Sox, and ten over the Yankees. Yes, even though the Yankees are under five hundred and looking bad, they are still technically yeah. in the wild card race, which is awesome. That's the reason why they expanded the wild card to three teams, Yes, which is incredible, especially since last year it enabled my Phillies to get in. Yeah. Um, so we definitely think it's an Orioles raise, and whoever doesn't win the division ends up as the top wild card. I, that's pretty much lock, stock, barrel. Yeah. We're pretty positive the Twins win uh, the Central. However, yeah. the Guardians have a road, and they're getting Naylor back uh, after next week. And he's actually going to be doing a rehab assignment here in Richmond uh, as the Akron Rubber Ducks are facing the Richmond Flying Squirrels. So and they picked the, there. Lucas Giolito. Like, mm-hmm. They picked some guys on the waiver wire, so maybe they're going to make a late run. Yeah, and they they could. I, I still think it's the Twins division to win. I think so, too. To be clear. But, um, you know, it, anything could happen. So definitely something to think about there. Yep. And then the West, man, it it it's a triple coin flip here. Like, who, who do you like the most? The Mariners are the hottest team. Yes. Uh, Julio Rodriguez is finally... Stepping up, the big dumper in Cal Raleigh, starting to look really good. It's the pitching staff for me. Right. They have the they have the best pitching staff, definitely in the American League. You can make the argument they have the best pitching staff, at least the rotation in the big leagues with Luis Castillo, George Kirby, Logan, mm-hmm. Logan Gilbert. Um, but and, and look, as we know, pitching carries the day. Like that's how you win and you win mm-hmm. big and it's showing up here when the games matter most and that's that's why I picked the Mariners at the beginning of the season. Right. With and their pitching and J Rod and who has picked it up, like I believe in this Mariner team. Right. And I mean, I might be making the case for one of them to win Cy Young. So, <laughs> so something yeah. to think about. Yeah. All right. Uh let's go ahead and just uh jump in. Do we think the Jays hold on to or do we think the Jays can come up and take one of the wild card spots? They haven't shown me anything that they will. They have the talent to do it, mm-hmm. but it's all about the offense. Can Vladdy get going? Boba Shet get coming back? Can he like catch fire? Because, like I said, they have the pitching. You have Gosman, you have um, Barrios, you have uh, Chris Bassett, who they mm-hmm. picked up. He's doing well. 
Uh, it's just the offense, and I'm not. I'm just not a believer in the Blue Jays. I think I think they'll definitely come back next year, but I'm I think. What we see is, in, as far as the wild card race, I think that's what it's going to be. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think the only team that the Jays could catch is the Rangers because the Rangers are kind of on the yeah. downslide. Yeah. I don't think the Red Sox or the Yankees have a shot, to be very Even clear. though I, I like what the Red Sox have done, I just think it's a little too late. Yeah. Too little, too wait. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and jump to the senior circuit. Let's talk about the NL East, our division here. Yeah. Your Braves are phenomenal they went what 20 and 8 and they still are playing their last game tonight as we speak against the dodgers they had a franchise record 250 home runs so far this year um the mlb record is 307 which means they'd have to put up an insane number in september for them to get the record are you picking it I don't think they're going to do it because I definitely think when it comes like the last week, two weeks of the season, you're not playing for anything. So it's let's give this guy a start. Let's give, you know, let's give some guys off their feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I think they could? They have the talent to do it, but like Matt Olson, he's he slowed down a little bit. Could Ronald Acuna catch fire? That's definitely possible. But can they beat the 2019 Twins, the Bomba squad, which we can all agree that the ball was probably juiced? Mm hmm. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen, but it'd be it'd be it's going to be close. It's it's going to be close. I think they get within ten. To be clear, okay. I don't think they get three hundred. I think they're somewhere in the two ninety seven, two ninety eight range. That's fair. Um, yeah, they they could club fifty homers this uh, you know this month, and it'd be crazy. Of course, one team that I'm scared about is your Phillies in the East. Yeah, they just clubbed fifty nine. Um, yeah. this past month, they're thirteen and a half back, which means the division's basically over. Yeah. However, they did go from uh, only having a, uh, sorry, a eight uh, games over 500, and they just jumped it up to 15. And it was all because they clubbed the most homers in a month in yeah. franchise history. Uh, Harper hit his 300th yesterday in a losing effort. That was yeah. awful. I, 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 uh, um, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but that 59 is tied for third most ever in a single month in MLB history, let uh-huh. alone just franchise because they broke their franchise record. But yeah. in MLB history with 59. Uh, Trey Turner came alive this month ever since the Phillies gave him a standing ovation at home for three straight games. He had nine homers on the month, including a three-run tater to take the lead originally against the Angels. Uh, the aforementioned Harper, not only his 300th career homer, but he had 10 on the month, including the one that gave them the lead going into the night uh, yesterday. Kyle Schwarber had 10 as well. Castellanos had 8, and Alec Bohm had 5. Those 5 combined for 42 of the 59. Uh, when Bohm starts getting some backspin, Harper is now getting backspin. He has 17 homers on the year. Uh, he's finally finding the power stroke. We all know Schwarber is a three, uh, you know, a, a three outcome guy. It's either a homer, strikeout, or walk. Um, Castellanos was cold coming out of the All Star break. He's starting to heat up again. Yeah, this team's dangerous, and it's not for the fact that I think they're gonna come back. But come playoff time, they've already known that they can do it. They're gonna have home games. In that wild card, uh, and it's it, I don't. We know as of right now, it is lined up that the winner of the top wild card and the second wild card would face the Braves as of right now because that's yep. how the lineup's set up. Yeah. And right now, that would be the Phillies if chalk holds up. Mm-hmm. That's a scary team to face. Yeah, I don't want to face you guys. I mean, we already we did it last year. We went into yeah, Atlanta one two, 
or went one one of two and then one two in Philly and won it over. Like okay, so what it comes down to is I think it's pitching. So you go okay, Max Fried, Zach Wheeler. I think that's a wash. Yep. Okay, game two, Spencer Strider, Aaron Nola. Strider has a lot more to prove, and he's he's really turning it around. Mm-hmm. Uh, game three, Charlie Morton. Uh, Michael Lorenzen, Lorenzen. Or Tyon Walker. But it's was, probably going to be Walker. And I'll say, ever since Charlie Morton walked seven in a game, he's been hot. He's only given up one run in his last 20 innings. Mm-hmm. And then game four, uh, Bryce Elder or... And that's going to be Lorenzen. Yeah. Like that, I mean, the Braves pitching, they have... Uh, I believe that they have the the best uh, pitching ERA in the National League, mm-hmm. which is kind of surprising because it's like, oh, their offense is so great, but they actually can pitch. Yeah. So I, but I still don't want to face you guys. No. Because you guys battle tested. You guys have done it in the playoffs. This Braves team needs to prove that hey, we're a top seed. We get a bye, but we can come back mm-hmm. and after four or five days off yep. and and get back to it. But uh. I don't know. I, I, I just don't want to face you guys. So it's like, oh, do we just let the Dodgers win the get the best record? We're going to talk about the Dodgers yeah. and how the fact they've put themselves in that conversation. But first, let's talk about those Marlins. I did predict that they were going to fall off a cliff, and they did. August yeah. was a rough month for them. They went from being uh, seven games over at the start of August. They are now one game under 500, yeah. 21 and a half back. I know that's a big number, but it's the Braves. You know, on cruise control. Right. Really, they're one game under. They're three games out of the wild card. We'll talk about that in a little bit. The Nationals have played phenomenal ball. Yeah, they're a fun watch. Actually. I mean, they're ten games under, but like at the start of the at the start of the month, they were eighteen games under. <laughs> the Mets are in last place. This is the the uh, first time that the Yankees <laughs> and the Mets, Mets yeah. have both been in the bottom of their division this late in the season. But what do we always tell you? The, the Mets, Mets are Met. gonna met. And they did it big time this yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they won 100 games last year, and then they they pooped on themselves when it mattered, mm-hmm. um, which is not surprising to us. But this year, they, they didn't even get to that point. They've been a pooper all year. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they started out okay, and then it just <laughs> it went... And then you trade Scherzer and Verlander. It's like, yeah, our season's over. Yeah. It's the white flag. Yeah, pretty much done. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and jump to the NL Central. The Brewers have made a uh, made some headway here in the Central. Yeah, you as, have Burns, Woodruff, Peralta. Yeah, they were a half game out of the Central, and now they hold a three-game lead, and it's not even over the team they were a half game out of. Yeah. Um, as the Cubs have taken over the second spot over the Reds, uh, even though the Reds are still over 500 at 69 and 66, the Cubs were nine games over 500 in August. And this is the run I was telling you about. The Cubs are dangerous. Now, the Brewers have been on fire as of late. The Phillies go into Milwaukee this weekend. So yeah. the Cubs are big time Philly fans this weekend. Yeah. Uh, the Brewers did have a nine game win streak uh, get snapped earlier this week, but they are fi- uh, 15 games over 500 now. And uh, you got the Phillies coming into town. So that. It's a little struggle with the Cubs only three yeah. games back. And the Cubs look good, man. They look really good. I'm going to give one away here for the uh, end of uh, our uh, awards at the end of this. Um, I got David Ross winning the uh, yeah. NL Coach of the Year. Uh, the Pirates, we knew they were falling <laughs> off. And the surprise, the Cardinals, yeah. uh, they became slight sellers at the deadline as well, even yeah. though they kept their two big pieces. 
I'm sure their manager, Ali Marmol, is out. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Yeah. Uh, NL West, you have the Dodgers have an amazing August, 24-4, and yeah. four, and they're playing the Braves to go 25-4 and four if they win. Yeah. Still, 24-5 and five is phenomenal. Uh-huh. They've widened that gap between the, them and the Giants. This is now 14 and a half games. Yeah. Uh, the Diamondbacks have been still treading water. They're still a young team. They, they might have They some... picked it up here recently, mm-hmm. like in the last like five days. Yeah, but... You know, they, they, they fell off big. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't believe in the Giants. Of course, part of it's because we're not Gabe Kapler fans. Correct. But they're they're a solid team. Like right. Alex Cobb, the other night, almost threw a no-hitter. Yep. So it's not like they don't have the ability, but... And Logan Webb is somewhat oh, yeah. in, the, uh, in the Cy Young conversation yeah, as a, well. Yeah, he's a top of the rotation guy. Padres, so much talent. Ten games uh, under, it's crazy. Yeah. And then the Rockies are going to be the next team that gets eliminated, even though yeah. they have spectators running on the field and trying to hog Acuna. Yeah, that was weird. It was very weird. Uh, we should have probably talked about it in the news segment. Listen, everybody that's sitting there saying you should fire the Rocky security, you're nuts. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I just – because, like, look, it's not like we've never seen fans run on the field. Mm-hmm. I thought it was odd because you have netting on the side, so it's like it's not easy just to hop over the fence there. Yeah, he, so, like, he you're coming from the, the outfield, wall, yeah. and they have – Outside of left field, like they have pretty tall walls, like yeah. right and center field. So I was kind of like, how how did he get on the field? Yeah, he just he just jumped they, over. There was three guys. Yeah, I mean, two of them got arrested, and I think there was a third guy that they didn't show. Yeah, but I'm just like, how does that? Well, happen? two of them got home right to Acuna. Well, and Acuna yeah. kind of like hugged the one dude. The I, I will say the two guys. They said they just wanted to get selfies. I go, oh my god. Well, the first guy did get the selfie, and then the the second one just pushed him. Like yeah. that was weird. Yeah, but, I didn't get it. Again, the first guy was still hugging Acuna, and that yeah. led to the second guy getting there. So if anybody, you know, I I got in a massive Bleacher Report rant oh, with really? with a guy, and he was just like, "You don't think they could get knives? They could have stabbed him." Like, dude, come on, that's yeah. not happening. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> and then of course they joked about the well, they not joking to be clear, yeah. not joking, but they said, well. Gunshots happened in Chicago. It was like it was outside the stadium, guys. Yeah. Like, it's a totally different thing. You're and not getting a knife. You're not getting a gun inside yeah. a stadium. They're not creating a shiv out of an ice cream spoon. Right. You know it's what I mean? It's not happening. Like, I remember, like, a long time ago, me and my brother, we went down to Turner Field whenever that was the Brave Stadium. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes would carry a pocket knife and I tried to walk in. I forgot that I even had it on there. Like, you got you to get out of here. Yeah. And take it back to the car. I'm like, okay. So, like, you're not getting a knife right. in the ballpark. So, like, yeah, he could gun. still get hurt. Oh, yeah. But he's not He's not getting chived, guys, like, to <laughs> yeah. be clear. Yeah. Now, is it strange? Is it awkward? Yes. Could security have been there a little quicker? Yeah, but he's got to get out of the bullpen or out of the dugout and get all yeah. the way to right field. They're not beating those guys there. Yeah. And Acuna could have, like, been like, oh, no, don't get near me. But whatever. That's beside the point. The, the Rockies are terrible is really what it comes <laughs> yeah. out to. Uh, the current wild card standings, Phillies have a five-game lead over the third spot, which is the Giants. The Cubs, two-game over the Giants. Diamondbacks are a half-game back. Reds are a half-game back, or a game back. Yeah. And the Marlins are three games back. Of those three teams, who do you think gets in? And if one of those gets in, which three teams that are currently in get out? Okay, I think Phillies or Cubs are in. I'm pulling for the D-backs because I don't want the Giants to make the playoffs. Correct. And I actually believe that they can do it. I would say the Reds like a month ago, but I they're a young team. They've had injuries. They don't have enough pitching, so I don't think I think at the end of the day they're not going to make it. And the Marlins, as you said, they had a bad last month. Even though I like their deadline moves and Josh Bell, Jake Berger, they don't have enough 
you know, pitching and things, but it's been a good season for them, but they're not, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. So give me the D backs over the giants. Phillies and Cubs are in. I think it stays the same. I, okay. for some odd reason, I just feel like Gabe Kevlar does enough to get into the wild <laughs> yeah. card, but I'm probably being too tough. It's going to be really funny when whoever wins the central just beats the bricks off of them. Yeah. <laughs> Cause whoever wins it between the Cubs or the Brewers, like I think the only switch that could happen is I think the Cubs could overtake the Brewers if they have a good, uh, September. I would say with the Brewers, not only do you have pitching with Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta, but I, their offense has actually been better. Right. You add Carlos Santana, Mark Canna's been good. Uh, you have Devin Williams in the back end. I actually think we underrate the Brewers, and I think I think they're going to win that division. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the, the only change that could happen, I think, is yeah, the Cubs getting with you. to the Brewers. All right, well, that wraps up the division series. When we return, we're giving real quick our awards picks for the end of the season. We got Rookie of the Year. We've got Managers of the Year, Cy Youngs, and MVPs when we return. Welcome back to the Sports GPS. We're getting to the awards, so we're going over Rookie of the Year, Manager of the Year, Cy Young, MVP. We're giving you our picks. CJ, lead us off with AL Rookie of the Year. Yeah, AL the Rookie of the Year. There's basically only one pick, and it's Gunnar Henderson. Yeah. Uh, I know he had a rough beginning. I even dropped him in fantasy. <laughs> yeah. But he's picked it up as of late. He's also healthy uh, as compared to... The two other big candidates out there are on the IL. Yeah. I think it's pretty simple. Uh, Gunnar Henderson, clean sweep for the AL rookie. I'm with you. That's who I got. All right. Let's go to the NL rookie. Why not? I think it's another clean sweep here. Yeah. Corbin Carroll. Uh, Corbin Carroll, the Diamondbacks. He's had a phenomenal year. He's even will probably get votes for MVP, yeah. like the 10th vote. I know early in the year he was an MVP candidate, not yeah. just like a 10th. Yeah, like he was like top three, top three, top five. Well, he he definitely fell off, but he's picked it back up. D backs are in the hunt still, so maybe he could have a moment and definitely steal the show and be the NL Rookie of the Year. As I definitely think he's NL Rookie of the Year. I don't yeah. think it's even a question. All right, now we actually have some, you know, some some different some differences here. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the Manager of the Year. I'm going AL. I'm taking Brandy Hyde of the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, he's done a phenomenal job there. They're the tops in the AL. Yeah. It's not even a close. He's taken a young team and molded them together. They look phenomenal. They're on their way to the number one seed in the hardest division in baseball, arguably. Uh, give me uh, Brandon Hyde of the Baltimore Orioles. I'm going to take Scott Service of the Seattle Mariners, partly because I'm biased and I took the Mariners at the beginning of the year, but because they made a nice comeback in what's been the best division in baseball with Rangers, Astros, and Mariners. And he, they've, I mean, they've stuck to it, and Scott Service, He's he's been there several years. He deserves it. I'm going with Scott Service. Fair enough. I mean, both both are great picks regardless. Absolutely. Let's go to the NL. I'm going to take David Ross. This is my homer pick. <laughs> uh, what he's done with the Cubs, especially lately, getting them back in when they look like they were n- dead yeah. uh, halfway through the season. Uh, they've made a comeback for three games out, especially if they win the division. And, again, in my world, David Ross and the Cubs win the Central and that gets him manager of the year because it's voted on right after the season ends. If they win the Central, he is definitely manager of the year. If they don't, I like Parker's pick, and your pick is. Yeah, I'm being a homer here. I'm taking Brian Snicker. They have the best record now in the National League, but in all of baseball. Uh, I mean, what he's doing with this team, and this is not just a really good team. Like They're making all their all-time great. And I'm going to give him credit for that. Best team in the sport. Uh, give me Brian Snicker. Uh, speaking of your Braves, uh, 
there is a report just in. Brave superstar Ronald Acuna Jr. becomes the first player in ALNL history to reach yeah. 30 homers and 60 stolen bases in a season with a grand slam against Woo-hoo. the Dodgers. Nice. Congratulations, Ronald Acuna. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about him a little yeah. bit later. I don't like my pick anymore. <laughs> uh, let's jump to the AL Cy Young. Uh, I want to take Luis Castillo I of like it. the I Seattle like Mariners. I, again, we talk about this with uh, MVP. I'm going to bring it into Cy Young. Um, I know it's the uh, for MVP, it is stated the best player, uh, like the most improved for their team, right? Like yeah. who elevated their team the most. Um, it's the only reason why my NL pick still holds some weight. Okay. But uh, <laughs> Luis Castillo has been the rock for Seattle, yeah. even when they were in the rough times. And now Kirby's coming on strong with Castillo. Gilbert. And their hitting's coming. Yeah, Gilbert as well. But Castillo's been the rock, the ace of that staff. And, um, you know, he's going to get the wins. His ERA's low. I know it's not as low as your candidate, but I still think Luis Castillo, because his team's making the playoffs, I'm going to take Luis Castillo. I'm going to go with Garrett Cole. He He's kind of the front runner. I mean, he's leading strikeouts. He's he's doing his thing for the Yankees. Yeah. Third in ERA. Like they're not yeah, they're not winning games, but as a pitcher, you're you can really only affect what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And he's done that. We all know how great he is. He has experience. He's done it on the big stage. Give me Garrett Cole, but I do like your pick with Luis Castillo. He also has bad luck as his FIP is like point four lower than yeah. his ERA. So yeah, don't don't get me wrong, Garrett Cole was my pick until I, I kind of looked back into it and went, you know what, give me Castillo. Uh, NL Cy Young. I'm going to take Zach Gallen. Uh, I know the Dimebacks have fallen off lately, but he has been the pitcher yeah. day in, day out. He's uh, keeping them he's in. going in. Zach Davies is coming back, so I think that'll help, and maybe that elevates the Diamondbacks over top of yeah, the I Giants. I think Merrill Kelly for them has been really good. Right. For, I mean, they've got a lot of play, and they've they've lessened their offense. He hasn't been getting as much run support as earlier on in the year when he was lights out. He still lights out, but he's losing more games because he's losing two one-ball games instead of winning five two-ball games. Yeah. So. Well, I'm keeping the homer uh, alive, and I'm picking Spencer Strider. Why not? Yeah. I mean, the, the Braves are the best team in the sport. Now, I'm not saying because of that you have to win every award, but you should definitely be in the conversation. And Spencer Strider's really picked it up lately. He leads in strikeouts. We all know that. And, uh, I mean, it's not like he's not up there and wins. Not that we think wins matter as much as they used to. They definitely matter less now. Yeah. But, I mean, I still think it's valuable. And, uh, I don't know, that that kid is just – I mean, he's the – he tied Doc Gooden as the fastest of 400 career strikeouts. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, he's and he's a two-pitch mix, honestly. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. he's two guys. And I know he throws in the changeup. Yeah, he's but working like, on the changeup, but you're right. I mean, he's, he's two-pitch. He's fastball slider. Yeah. That's it. But, fastball slider from Strider. But but there's that other guy named Jacob DeGrom. He did that for the Mets, and it was pretty nasty, too. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not saying it's a fault. I, I know, just, I know. I'm just I know. it out there. All right, let's go to the MVPs. Let's start in the AL. The obvious one is Shohei Otani. Yeah, it's Otani. Does both things. Even with a torn UCL, you saw what Harper did with yeah. that same thing in the postseason. I think Otani won't make the postseason, but he's going to do that for the rest of he September. He leaves baseball and homers. Yeah, and he's, he might win the Triple Crown. If he, if he only hits the rest of the way, he probably will, because he is only going to hit the rest of the way. Yeah. He probably will win. He definitely is going to win homers. He'll probably win stakes. It all comes down to batting average, and he's only like 14 points off in batting average. So I'm sure we'll talk about this on a bigger scale with Otani, whether he should just hit or pitch. 
Mm-hmm. Because, look, he might need Tommy John. And let's just say he gets Tommy John. The last time he had Tommy John, it took him two years to come back. Yep. Everybody's different. I'm not saying that's going to happen. But if he's going to be a free agent. If he doesn't go back to the Angels and you sign him, you're basically signing him to be a hitter at, like, like he's just going to be a hitter for two years. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, too, like, with a second UCL, and he you only know wants it's, to be on the West Coast. Right. You know it's... At that point, with a yeah. UCL tear, you know, especially the second time, that it's mechanics-driven. Yeah. It's like your UCL shouldn't blow out like this, but we're really trying to push the envelope yeah. of how far the human body can go. Right. And if mirror mechanics aren't sound, then that's what happens. And so I think because he's trying to hit and pitch, it causes his mechanics to not be sound yeah. every time. And that's the reason why he's tearing UCLs, to be clear. All right, let's go ahead and jump to the NL MVP. Uh, I'm taking Mookie Betts. <laughs> still are? I, I still am. And <laughs> the reason why, again, it comes down to what I stated earlier. Who is the most valuable for their team? Yeah. We can go up and down the Braves lineup, and it's murderer's row. Yeah. Like, of just guys who can hit, who can be confident, and it's like pick your poison up and down that lineup. For the Dodgers – Especially when Mac, Max Muncy went down, it has basically been and Mookie Betts and Freeman. Yeah. And it's those two. Now, the four front runners for NL MVP are both playing for the Dodgers <laughs> or the Braves. Right. And Acuna, Olsen, Freeman, and Betts. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Mookie. He's been phenomenal as of late, and uh, he's, he's hitting his stride. The Dodgers had a phenomenal month of August, and it's propelled mainly from Mookie, a yeah. little bit from Freeman. Even though Freeman has the league lead in in doubles, um, yeah, like he's got it, fifty-one. It's crazy. Uh, he he leads the bigs in extra base hits, I believe too. Um, but yeah, just give me Mookie. He's been phenomenal, and he went back to uh, Boston and had like nine straight hits or yeah. something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm gonna take Ronald Acuna Jr. I know that's kind of the safe pick, but he's been. But I know Mookie Betts in the last month. He's been better. Got it. He leads in OPS, and I mean he's right there with power and and speed. But Ronald Acuna, thirty and sixty, that's crazy. We've yep. never seen that. Mm-hmm. And between Mookie Betts and Ronald Acuna Jr., not that Mookie's been bad, but Ronald Acuna's been more consistent all year. I'm gonna va- I'm gonna give him credit for that. Obviously, he needs to have a good last month. He needs to have a really good series against the Dodgers head to head. But uh, give me Ronald. Here's I will I will guarantee Ronald Acuna the MVP if he hits eight homers this month in September. Okay. He hits eight homers, so he gets to thirty-eight homers, and if he steals ten bags, if he turns into thirty-eight and seventy, <laughs> it's it's a lock. Just go ahead yeah. and write write MVP write Ronald Acuna as MVP. Okay, because it's a lock. If he gets thirty-five and sixty-five, there's conversation. That's fair. Like and and. Does he still probably win it? Sure, but there's conversation, and that's what I'm saying is lock. Like, if he gets to 40 and 70, like it. Oh yeah. It's it's easy. I'm saying if he gets to 38, he needs to get to 70 stolen bases for it to be a lock. Yeah. Just throwing that one out there. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna. Uh, we'll just recap the rewards. Both taking Gunnar Henderson. Both taking Corbin Carroll. I've got Brandon Hyde. You've got Scott Service. I've got David Ross. You've got Brian Snicker. I've got Luis Castillo. You've got Garrett Cole. I've got Zach Gallen. You've got Spencer Strider. Both taking Shohei Otani, a.k.a. the LeBron James of baseball. Yeah. I've got Mookie 
reluctantly, and uh, you've got <laughs> Ronald Acuna Jr. Yep. Um, we're both loving a lot of the state of the MLB standings, um, where they sit, who could make moves, uh, a lot of um, craziness still to come. So definitely stay tuned to the Sports GPS at the socials. Sports GPS on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, I'm going to be posting a lot. CJ's going to post some. We might do some videos just to keep you updated on the rest of the regular season. And then definitely come playoff time, we'll definitely be more engaged. Yeah, we're definitely going to be locked in on playoff time. Uh, and, I mean, football, it, We're I know uh, previous to this, we're uploading uh, the NFC preview. Uh, so, with football here, with baseball here, this is Parker and I's dream season. So we're definitely going to be in with you guys and making sure we keep you informed. But for this episode, episode 13 of season four, for all of us here at the Sports GPS, Parker White, CJ Holly, thanks for stopping by. Oh, thank you.